Welcome to our PD. This is Sarah Tova Beth. Yesterday we learned about um, how Hashem, how desperate Hashem is or how longing Hashem is for a union with us, an intimacy with us, and what he has to go through to make that work, um, you know, kind of to make the shidduch work, um, because it looks like it means everything in the world to him. And so he goes through many, many tzimtzumim, what's called many, many tzimtzumim, and he contracts himself in order to create a world. And also to, here the focus is on um, to have a relationship with us. And um, that was exemplified by the Al-Tarebbe bringing, um, uh, bringing as probably his cardinal, I don't know if you're allowed to use that word, <laughs> cardinal statements of his whole life in Shlichus, which is, I don't want your Gan Eden, I don't want your Elam Haba, I just want you. And we assume, we understand from that, Hashem is saying the same thing. How could, how could the Alter Rebbe, who is our representative, as the Nasi Adar, he's representing all of us, and he's telling, he's saying, we don't want your Gan Eden anymore, we don't want your Elam Haba, we just want you. He's not just saying it as an individual. Oh, that's so nice, such a tzaddik. Oh, my goodness. It's so beautiful. The Alter Rebbe, we're, we're, I would say that the, the Rebbeim do not let us in on their private conversations with Hashem unless it's for us. I mean, wh- why do I have to know your private details? I don't. Why do I have to know the Alter Rebbe's private details? Of course, the Alter Rebbe doesn't have any private things. But anything in his relationship with Hashem that doesn't apply to me, I'm assuming he doesn't tell me. That's their Indian. If the Alter Rebbe is making a very strong point about telling us, telling me, which kind of relationship he wants with Hashem, not any of the fringe things, not any of the juicy things that every other Every, that, that Yiddishkeit always said was the top, you know, oh, a seat on the eastern wall or the western wall in Oilam Haba and all this other stuff and the reward in Oilam Haba and all this other stuff. And the Alter Rebbe says, nah, 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 nah. No, just you. You, 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 you. If, right, in this, in, this, in this wedding, in this Shidduch, I don't care that you have money and I don't care who you're related to, and I don't care how you, this you are and how that you are and, and, and what kind of job you are. I don't care about all your fringe benefits. I just want you. That's what the Alter Rebbe is saying to Hashem. And clearly, I would say he's expressing that's what we're saying too. It's a little harder for us because we have more junk in the way. But He's getting us there, which explains why in this in this generation it's a it's a complex generation because every Yiddish Ingela and, and Medela has been activated to feel that and be that, and you can see that they do. And sometimes life is not so practical. Life uh, with all its contradictions is not so simple for them. And I mean, everything should work out. They should get there and lead the world. So, um, and clearly in what we learned yesterday in the ice, um, in hay, Dalit and hay, the, the Alter Rebbe is clearly telling us that's the way, that's the way Hashem feels about us. Okay, now we're finishing off the mimer. This is, um, Tafshin Membeis. So, 
So this whole Avaida, I want you and you want me, how do you do it? How do you get to that level of relationship? Not only that, how do you clear the junk out of your life? And how does Hashem clear the junk out, the debris out of the way, so that he just goes straight to you? And how do you clear the debris out of the way so you go straight to him? Hmm. There's a method. The method is there are 13 or 15, according to different opinions, different materials that we donate to the Mishkan. And by doing this, believe it or not, by donating these materials and using these 13 or 15 materials to build the Mishkan, this clears the debris out of the way for that intimacy with Hashem. Shekolim as kolayim kula because these thirteen or fifteen um, substances, gold, silver, precious stones, uh, skins, furs, uh, different things. Um, it's in Parshas Truma. Bichu um, you know, bring to me gold and silver and copper and avne shayam and tchelis and argamon, these different things, they actually um, include the whole world in them. So if you could, if you want to find the whole world with all its junk and debris, problems, joys and disappointments and all that stuff, the whole world, put it in one box, and really, mm, but you know, if you have a long website name, uh, you know, uh, I love to learn com. that's very long. So you can go on Bitly or something like that, and they'll give you a short version of the website, like, you know, I-B-U-T. These days you have to, you know, they give you a junky one unless you pay. You know, but you can get something like iubt.com instead of I love to learn com. iubt.com. They give you a short version of it. So the short version that includes the whole world are these 13 or 15 substances of the, that are used to build the Mishkan. And that's why. What are we here to do? One and only thing. We do our Avaita in the Tachtan with these, with, with this physical world, which is all included in these 13 or 15 things that we build the Mishkan with. And we build the Mishkan. That's it. There isn't a whole lot to do in life. You know, when people, I, I'm so busy. I just don't have any time because I'm so busy. What are you busy with? Donating the 13 or 15 substances to the Mishkan and building it. So that, okay, like how long does that take already? Oh, it takes all a day long. I'm so busy. I just don't have any time. Right? That's what we're busy with. That's the only thing. Well, why are you doing it? What do you mean? I want to have, I want the Shidduch with Hashem to go fully. I want to have that union with Hashem 1 billion percent. Not only that, that he wants it with us. So we do it through, you know, you ever find yourself in a situation where, you know, you think, this girl would be great with that guy. But there are certain shidduchim that 
oh, my goodness, what in the world would you have to do to pull off this shidduch? You know, uh, there's actually a beautiful book. I'm not going to go into it about about a story. It's kind of a fictitious story. But essentially, um, the what was it? The grandson... Uh, the the granddaughter of this big, 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 rich guy, you know, the biggest mirror in the whole world, um, was destined to marry um, the son of a simple, 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 simple Rebbe who lived in a two-bedroom apartment on the fifth floor, you know, kid wore polyester clothes, you know, really, really, really simple and really pure and really plain. And he was destined to marry this girl. Now, who in the world can make such a shidduch? No one, it, it's just, it would be a virtually impossible shidduch to make. So actually, we're the girl, we're, we're, the, we're the girl, I mean, we're, we're from a simple, we're, in this case, let's switch it. The boy is from the highest family, like he's, oh, wow, and that's Hashem, the man, right? And we are perfect match for him. But we are um, sort of from a gangster family, sorry to say it. You know, we're like Rivka. We are Rivka. Yitzchak is perfect. Untouched, unsullied. Perfect. That's Hashem. Eretz Pure Kedusha. And we are also pure Kedusha, but <laughs> just happen to be born into a gangster family, like mafia family, like nice girl, but like... A family is a really, uh, you know, bad news. Yeah. So that's us. We're the Kala in the, in the mafia family, in the gangster world. <laughs> and Hashem is the Chassid. Who is going to make it? How are you going to make such a Shidduch? So Hashem says, I'll tell you how. Bring these 13 or 15 substances, these, these different materials. Build the Mishkan with them. That's going to do the job. That will make the Shidduch. Okay. How in the world is that going to make the shidduch? Whatever. But listen, it's like Hashem is saying, do you understand higher frequencies? No. Good. So how am I going to explain it to you? You don't. You don't. Just do it. We say, okay, fine. Got it. I trust. Now, Hashem says, and I will do my part. Sham gufa, um, where are we making this shidduch and having this union with Hashem? In the lowest, lowest world, you know, where we hang out with our mafia, you know, with our kind of uh, gross, disgusting environment. So, relatively speaking, it doesn't mean our families are bad, but it just means the world we live in is uh, relative to pure condition, gross and disgusting. So, Hashem says, um, in order to fit the kala, I have to go through many tzimtzumim. Because it's just not going to work otherwise. To explain in the Mimer of the Free of the Greba that the existence and creations of the world was through the symptom, contraction. What contracted? What do you mean? Infinite light contracted. Hashem is infinite light. In order to fit us, not because we're not pure. We're pure and holy, but we live in such a creepy place, a creepy world. He has to contract to bring him down to the level where we'll speak the same language and fit together. 
not just, remember, it can't just be that it's love at first sight. You know, Hashem sees us, we see him, and we're like, yes, and we're in our best behavior. Because then there's everyday life where I'm annoyed that I got a parking ticket at 131, and it was a big parking ticket, or, or you know, a million other things, you know. Why did they crack the tiles? Just what does it take to put the box of tiles into the cart without dropping it and cracking it and then telling me I have to pay for it? So we live in that world of symptom. So Hashem he needs to come down to our level. And that's why the symptom and orange stuff happens. The Lorak symptom Lashen Yachid is not just one symptom. Ela Kitaris Abal Shemtas Abal Shemtas tells us, Shuvala Il, Shakadish Barhu Ata Kamat Simsum and Derak Kama Alimat. Hashem did many contractions through a number of worlds. Yeah, every time he goes through another world, he has to contract again. That's how desperately he wants to unify with us and unite with us. He'll go through anything. The Lashen Kama, Myra Al Nisbar Bilti Masuyim. The fact that Hashem goes through comma um, symptoms, a number of, of of contractions, means a certain number. Oh, no, sorry, misfarbilti misuyim. It's an uncertain number. How many contractions? I don't know. A bunch. That's what it means, comma, a bunch. We're not pinning, Hashem is not, and the Baal Shem said, don't pin me down to a certain number, a bunch. Hashem has to go through a bunch of contractions to get to you, whom he's desperate, so to speak, longing to unite with. In truth, you know how many symptoms and contractions Hashem goes through? There's no, there's no limit. I guess he'll go to, he'll, he doesn't put any limits on how much he's willing to contract himself. He doesn't say, okay, at, at some point I just give up. I guess he never gives up on his goal of being in unity with us, in that intimacy with us. And that's because there are worlds without a number. You know, they're just kind of, you can't count the number of worlds. They just go on and on. It says in Shirashirim, um, the worlds without a a number, Amr Talmud, Eilamus, which means Eilamus. Oh, don't say Eilamus Ella Ulamus. I guess, and yeah, Eilamus is worlds, but Ulamus it means um, probably contractions. You know, stuff that gets in the way, concealments, like Helen. So obviously if there are these kind of no number to how many worlds there are, and every time Hashem hits another world, goes into another world, he has to contract again. So then there is just no number to how many times he's contracting himself. There's a contraction for every world, and there's just no definite number on how many worlds. Now, so come on, but... Well, in case we feel like oh, I'm getting tired of thinking about infinite. Okay, good. For all the mathematicians, there are three types. Now I feel more more grounded. I was getting a little dizzy with the idea of no number. I need something a little more definite. I need to be a little more grounded. So the Rebbe says, 
in general, all the symptoms are divided into three types of general symptoms. Thank God. Um, how do we know that? The Rebbe Rashab tells us that all the symptoms and all the contractions of Hashem are divided into three types. Where does the Rebbe Rashad say it? Well, where do you think? The place that we always know, whatever question you have that you can't answer and you're too lazy to look up, it's in Tafresh Samachvav. There it is. Shatarit, okay. Now, in Tafresh Samachvav, here's a sneak preview. The Rebbe Rashad says, Tafresh Samachvav is a great, incredible, uh, Hasidic work. Tafresh uh, Samachvav. Um, written or said, said maybe, and then written by the Rebbe Rashab 1906. Once, once the Rebbe uh, reached the age of Tafshernish, um, right? Tafshin, born in Tafresh Samach base 1902. After the Rebbe's Tafshernish, the Rosh Hashanah. After that, six months later, the Rebbe Rashab was then had the Kayach through this event, through this upsharenish and hachnasalacheder of the Rebbe, of the Nasiyadar, to be, to be able to bring such a high light through a Hasidic minor, Hemshech Tafresh Samachvav. So what does the Rebbe Rashab say about this? You know, remember the question, how many contractions does Hashem go through? She's Havitarlamus, Kual Yidei Gimel Tintam. The Rebbe Rashab says, three different the worlds come into being through three different types of contractions. Number one, Simso Echad, Humin Hamatil Lenesalin. Hmm. Okay. Number one, I'm not a big expert on this. From, I guess, the creator to the creations. Imagine that. From the creator to the creations, that's going to be a big contraction. Um, and it's done in the world of Atsilas. That's the first contraction. What happens there? The light, or insight, is contracted over there, and it's drawn down as Shem Havaya, The four, Dalar Isis, Shem Havaya, Shemarimal, Atsilas. So in this first contraction, it happens in the world of Atsilas, it's from the creator to the creations, but the creations like up in the Silas. And it happens through the name Yud K Vavke, which are the four letters of Shem Havaya that show on the ten spheres of Atsilas. So I guess in Atsilas, where this whole thing is happening, it Atsilas is known for two things. There's open, visible godliness there. You can see straight. You can see clearly over there. That's one thing in Atsilas. And they're like, hi, what's, oh, who are you? Atsilas. Oh, yeah, so that's what's going on over there. In Atsilas, you can see openly and straight. See straight what? See openly what? God. Oh, even or insight. Okay. But it's done in ten different ways. In Atsilas, Atsilas, so we're saying, Atsilas has two main things you want to say about it. You can see Hashem openly in Atsilas. And it's done through Esospheres. There are ten spheres, ten kaiches, ten different channels through which you can, through which 
up there in Atzilus, they see Hashem clearly. Okay. And somehow the four letters of Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, are a um, template for the ten spheres of Atzilus. Okay. Good. Now, so that was the first contraction up in Atzilus. Second contraction. Second contraction is from Atzilus to the lower three worlds. From the upper world, boom. A bridge to Briyatsuraisia. In order to get over the bridge, you have to contract. That's the second symptom. You have to contract. You get from Atzilus down to the lower world. You've got to contract. That's the second contraction. And you go from Shem Havaya Okay. And now, so the second, we said, the second contraction is from Atzilus to the lower world. And actually, we're on the last paragraph here. Now, you go from, in the second contraction, Mishem Havaya, Lashem Elokim. In the second contraction, you're going from Yudke Vavke to Shem Elokim. Because that's the source of Nivran. Now, let's stop on this for a second. That means, what happens when you're going from Havaya to Elohim? Havaya is, this is reminiscent of the game we were saying at the beginning of this call that we didn't record. Every time a curveball is thrown at you in your life, a small one, can't find my headset, they have the wrong size tiles, I, where's my phone, I can't find my charger, my phone ran out, you know all that stuff? And we, uh, and when the curveball is thrown at us, we we have two baskets. One is the Admasai basket. You know, oh no, on top of everything now, I can't find my charger. Oh no, and we keep training our brain in more gullus and more darkness and more addiction to oh no, another problem. And in the game, what we want to do is take every curveball and don't think it through. Just picture yourself. Throwing it into the basket of, ah, it's a miracle. What's the miracle? I don't know what the miracle is, but just throw it into, don't, don't throw it into that brown basket. Throw it into the beautiful, soft, sparkly, beautiful, purpley, you know, purpley pink miracle basket to the right. Right? So, that's going from, now, the miracle basket, it has a name. Yud K Vav K Avaya. When Hashem is above the world, like when I'm when I'm throwing, you know, well, where's my charger for my phone? Oh no, what am I going to do? When that one is thrown at me, if I throw it into the miracle basket, I've just thrown it into a basket that's also called Yud K Vav K. Those kind of miracles, they're kind of miracles that are above nature. All of a sudden, my phone works. It just recharges itself without without being plugged into the wall. I don't know. I had 5% power, and I look at it now, and it has 100% power. How did that happen? Open miracle. I don't know how it happened. That's, who does that? Yudke Vazke, Havaya. On that level, Hashem says, yeah, I do all these miraculous things. On the level of Elohim, in the world, Hashem says, yeah, nah, over here you've got to follow the, the laws of nature. No charger, no phone. I'm sorry. No charger, no phone. 
should have thought of it before. Yeah, so what am I going to do? I don't know, borrow somebody else's phone or just, on the love of Elohim, no charger, no phone, you're not bending the rules of nature, tough luck, life is tough, swallow it, suck it up, you know, life is not here to make it easy for you. That's Elohim, the hard life. That's the, that's the brown basket to the left. You know, like, the hard life. The pink, purpley basket to the right says, ah, yudke vavke, ah. Just expect a miracle. You don't have a charger. You need a phone. Hashem will give you phone service. You'll see there will be a miracle. Now, neither of those. One is too heavy, and the other one is too out of this world. So, of course, in this generation, the Rebbe's hallmark is putting the two together, merging Yudke Vazke with Elohim, merging, um, um, what's it called, uh, Atsilis with the rest of all the world, with the creations. So that bridge that merges them is, well, I don't know where we're up to. That bridge that merges them is from Atilatibia, from Shem Havaya to Shem Elohim. That's a big contraction. That's a big shidduch to make. Incredible miracles with everyday life. That's the second contraction. That's a lot of work. It's the second contraction. And Okay, and the third contraction, remember we said the Rebbe Rashad said, I know there are just infinite contractions that Hashem goes through to get to that relationship with us. And we said, I can't anymore hear about infinity. Stop, stop. And the Rebbe Rashad says, okay, 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 okay. There are three. Does that feel better? You say, yes. I'd rather hear three than infinite. Okay. So the third contraction is the name Elohim Gufa. In the name Elohim. In nature. Where's my charger? I don't know. I don't know. Where's my charger? I need a charger. My phone. I don't have any more battery powder. That's Shane Elohim. Oh, it, I told you to put the charger in your... You left it in the car. No, I didn't. Uh, uh, that's Shane Elohim. So, there's a big contraction Hashem has to go through. Imagine what he has to go through to make it possible for us to get so bent over, out of shape over our charger and the car, and somebody took the car, so I won't get my charger and a specific kind of charger, and it'll take three days on Amazon, yada, da, 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 da. Shem has to go through a lot of contractions to make those kind of crazy situations possible. In Hasidic language, it's called, Shetia Yishavas Mishem Elohim in order that there should be a world from Shein Elohim. Which means a world with my charger in it, but in the closet in somebody else's house or something like that, or in the car that somebody borrowed. That world. Gracious, and that world is the world of gracious. In a way of Helen and Hester. The third contraction is, Hashem says, this world with the chargers and the headsets and the phone and the this and the that and the car. I'm going to create it through gracious by looking at the arts, but in a way of very deep concealment. 
for me to do that, says Hashem, I need to really, really, really squeeze and contract myself. And all of this is very painful, no doubt, for Hashem. And Hashem says, for you, I would do anything. So, the Tachlis Kolot Simsimim, Kik Mugur B'Tar and the Baal Shem Tov says, so why would Hashem put himself through all of these contractions? He wants that unity with him. And here the focus goes on to us. That we should unify with Hashem. So Hashem creates a world here with all the annoying problems with the tiles and the chargers and may Hashem never give us problems bigger than that. And even so they're annoying in order to have Achtas with us and us with him. Such a unity, such an intimacy between us and Hashem that you can't figure out where does Hashem end and you start, and where do you end and Hashem starts. That's the ultimate goal. And that, for that, Hashem will go through infinite contractions. True, three different kinds, but infinite of those three different kinds. Okay, now we're in the last paragraph of the minor. Now, when we do our Vaida in this, when we use the treasures, which were spoken about at the beginning of the minor, we didn't record that one. The treasures that Melech Malchei Amlachim gives to us, to every single yid, we who are chalik of Siva Tavaya, Siva Hashem. When we came out of Mitzrayim, we came out with the name Siva Tavaya, Siva Hashem. We are each of us part of, we're the senior version of Siva Hashem. And when you fulfill your purpose, your purpose is win this war. How can I win the war? What do you mean? I gave you the tools. I gave you the treasures. The treasures are the weapons or the tools that you need to win the war. When you use the tools that I gave you to fight the war, you will win. And you have to win. We're in the middle of it right as we speak now. If there was every year when we could say, this is Mohammed Hashem, this is the year. This is the year. Only once upon a time it was bang, bang, shoot, shoot, and now it's bioweapons. And it's the last attempt of a Malik and the, and the primordial snake, Nachashekadmani, to try to win, which they won't. And it's for us to have total Messias Nefesh to win this war against them. Against them who want to then put us back into Mitzrayim plus plus, into slavery plus plus, to evil. And there's so, and tricky evil, so you don't, so not everybody recognizes that it's going on. And our job is to fight against them with Messias Nefesh and win. How do we do it? We were given the tools. They're called the Itras. They're called the treasures of Panim the treasures of Chassidus. And when we do this, then the Gula Mitis Vashlema comes. And then the statement 
will be fulfilled of the Nikva Davaya, the glory of Havaya will be revealed, of Hashem will be revealed. And all physical flesh will see together that everything comes from the word of Hashem and the mouth of the speech of Hashem. And Hashem in his miraculous, as he chooses to be miraculous. That's what it means, Bati Lagani, this whole battle and this whole victory happens in this physical world. No lower than this world. And it mainly happens in the base of Mezish, Eretz HaKadosh. It mainly happens in the base of Mezish, in Eretz HaKadosh. Eretz HaSher, Eni Hashem, Tamid, Eretz HaSher, Tamid, Eni Hashem, Elekech Haba, Mereshez Hashem, The land in which the eyes of Hashem are on the, the land from the beginning of the year to the end, that place is the main place from which the war is won. Do you see how intense the battle is right now? Of Nochemus Hashem in Eretz HaKadosh. Why did Amalek attack that place first? Why did they why did they make a contract? Why did the why did the evil guys who want to enslave the world make a whatever thirty year or who knows how many year contract with the people of Eretzakaidish? Not because oh it's a small population, you're gonna there's a method to the madness. There's a method to the evil. And they push, push they pushed forward. And there's it's it's not by chance that they said, let's enslave the people of Erezakitish first and tie them in knots so that they can't get out of our the bondage that we've imposed on them. And then from there we can get the whole world. But we know but they will not succeed. So, because this is the land in which Hashem's eyes are on it from the beginning of the year until the end of the year. This means literally. That right away soon, we're going, all of us, souls and bodies, old, young, sons, daughters, our gold and our silver with us, Beruchnias, all our treasures that we've accumulated will go with us. The Yafid and Kasim Zahavim Atem Begashmit, all together with our physical wealth, Banechai Mazani Rov Vichay, all the brachas we have, will go with us. We're not leaving anything behind. All the stuff, you redid your bathroom, it's going with you. Ubatimchas Aydam Al Rasham, and great joy. Begula Mitzvah Shlema Ayyadim Mashiach, the Kenu Bim Herav Yamenu Mamash. Amen.